Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. It's Mr. Ish. We're here at Kips Bay Boys and Girls Club, Kudair Clubhouse. Another Brent's Club edition. I think this is episode number three so far for this year. Um, I think we have two on film and a couple on uh, on this podcast. So today is no different. We just have a smaller group. There's only three of us today, but I wanted to keep it small. Um, let's just introduce ourselves. Give me your name and your age. Hi, my name is Nehemiah, and I'm 12 years old. Welcome. Um, hi, my name is Davion, and I'm 13. Davion, is that your deep voice, or <laughs> do I need to adjust the microphone over here? That's me. That's you? Okay. <clears throat> um, welcome, guys. Um, you guys been on the podcast before. Um, today's today. I'm, I just want to do it a little differently. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do four people. I wanted to just do a, a simple table of just a few of us. Um, the question is really: um, We've all, unfortunately, at times had to deal with with um, with family members, friends, or 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 people that we know that had some type of a substance abuse or drug abuse or something like something like that. But um, there are steps to get out of it. And I just wanted to know if um, in your in your life, if you had someone that, that had to deal with some form of a, either drug abuse or substance abuse or something like that. Yes. Yeah. You had somebody? Um, could you, you, you elaborate a little bit on your story? Uh, okay. So I guess I'll go first. And you're talking, so yeah. Uh, my great uncle, he used to, growing up, when I would go to his house, he would smoke. Uh, he would smoke cigars and cigarettes, and it was really bad for him. So, um, after like a couple of years, um, my my cousin was my cousin was about to have a kid. So um, he said, so he said, um, yo, I don't want you. I want you smoking no more. I don't want you doing none of this stuff. Cause uh, I want to see your grandkid doing this stuff and do that when he's older. So he uh, made an effort to stop, and now he stopped. That's great. Let's give him a shout out. So, so is his health any better since since he stopped? Yeah, he's actually doing really good now. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, we forgot to put tap tobacco in uh in that in that um in that realm. But tobacco is also one of the the things that kills a lot of people. It gives them, you know. Heart disease, it gives them lung cancer and stuff like that. It's like a, it it does so many things to you that they don't even have a category for. Sometimes when you when you do get sick, they don't even they don't even tell you that it was because of cigarettes, but it's a combination of it from the nicotine and stuff like that. So so he decided that once he once he had the grandkids that he was gonna stop, um, just you know not to show the the kids plus to better his health. So that's an important step that he took. Um, was he kind of like forced by the family? No, he wasn't forced by the family. He wanted to make an effort for his grandkids. Okay, so he took it upon himself. That's a, that's a, you have to admire stuff like that. Um, my my dad, he passed away, but he wasn't he passed away for that. My stepdad, um, he was a avid smoker since he was uh, I think maybe twelve years old or something like that. He told me, and um, when my son was born, the day he was born, he just stopped cold turkey. He said, "I'm just gonna stop because I know you don't want." You know, you don't want him around me if I'm smoking. I don't do the smell when people try to hold your baby and they just smoke the cigarette and it's still in your body. So he just stopped. And um, he he was absolutely great with my son. And um, um, so he just took it upon himself. Like, I know it must have been extremely hard. He didn't, he didn't do none of those patches or nicotine, you know, gum and none of that stuff. He just stopped. So, um, you know, God bless him for doing that. I mean, they probably gave him some some more years also, you know, in his life. 
Um, what's your story, buddy? All right, so just like him, it was my great uncle, right? So we was at a cookout one day, a family cookout that we usually have, and since he's a heavy drinker, so one he was drinking. I think he had four drinks at the time, and he gets drunk fast. So we're in the park, and he has a he had a girlfriend and two kids. Mm-hmm. So he was drunk, and then he started spazzing out on him. He started hitting his girlfriend. Ooh. He was he was grabbing his kids, throwing them around. We had to call the cops on him. All the family wow. had to stop him. Yeah, that's a, just, that's a sad picture, man. I mean, you don't you don't want to see someone uh, abusing, you know, women, kids, and stuff like that. So that's a that's something that probably you know is still fresh in your mind. Like you you remember seeing that. Um, so did your uncle find you know did he get some type of help to uh to help him with this uh with this uh, situation? Yeah, after a while, um, his kids got taken away because um, they had went to court. Him and his girlfriend, they had went to court, so mm-hmm. she had took the kids away and she had moved. Ooh, so she doubled. She 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 took the kids away and she moved. So he didn't. He he can't even. He can't even try to find where the kids are sometimes when they do that. Yeah, so they moved to North Carolina. Oh, so he he can't even get on the bike and go see them. That's a, that's a trip. <laughs> Yeah, so after that, he had decided that he wanted to see his kids again. So he had stopped drinking completely. He started going to... The alcohol, Alcoholics Anonymous? Mm-hmm. AA, AA meetings? Yeah, he started going to AA meetings. I think he's, right now, I think he's two years sober. Okay, two years is big, man. Two years is big. If you, if you have someone that uh, is an avid drinker, I mean, two years is a, could be a lifetime. You could imagine so how many ups and downs you have in two years. So you can imagine someone that's just used to, you know, I had a bad day, let me have a beer. I had a good day, let me have a drink. Because, you know, drinking is one of those things that you celebrate when you're, when you're doing good. And you, uh, when you're doing bad, you, you take the same bottle and you, and you quench your thirst with, uh, with, with alcohol just to get out of the problem. So I'm glad that, you know, those two years uh, uh, made a difference for him. Um, I had a friend, unfortunately... Um, she was, uh, and this is kind of related to to where you were, where you were at. She was a police officer, but um, one day she was supposed to come see me for my birthday. I was in Long Island, and she had a couple of drinks, and she was just hanging out. And then she decided, like, to I guess follow her boyfriend or something around to see what he was doing. And um, she got into a car accident. And she passed away. Um, she at that at that time she had a young baby. She I think the baby was like one or two years old, young little girl. And it was just because, you know, her drinking and she decided to get in the car and, and thinking because she's a cop, no one's going to, you know, bother her or say anything. But she didn't have a seatbelt on and um, she, she hit a wall and that was it. She died. Um, and it's one of those things that you were like, wow, you know, someone's life could, could, could go so quickly for something that you did just having fun with your friends, you know. And she, I don't think she, she really was going to, you know, like drink all night type of thing. But she was already drinking, and she just, you know, she made the wrong, the wrong move, and decided to get in the car, and you know, and follow someone around. And um, it was always been sad because my birthday is a reminder of of that. Um, I try to celebrate more her life than than be sad that that you know she did that. But it was also an eye opener for other people, and um, you know, especially a lot of my friends. And I was like, you know, if you're gonna go out, then don't take your car. It's not that serious. Now we got Uber, we got trains, we got all this type of stuff. 
So if you're really going to have a good time and you want to hang out and have a few beers and watch a game, then do that. Just don't take your car with you. And I'm a, I'm an avid person for that. So even if I'm going to hang out with my friends, I leave my car home. I don't have a problem with that um, because you never know what could happen. You know, I also have another friend that the same thing. He he decided to to have a few drinks and he wanted to go to a club. He was actually pulled over by the cops. And the cops were like, hey, you know, you're weaving in and out, you're weaving in and out. Pulled him over, decided not to give him a ticket. They just told him, yo, just park your car, go what you got to go. And he did that. And as he was parking his car, um, when he closed the door, a truck hit him. So it's one of those things that you you know you never know. Uh, to this day, he's paralyzed from the waist down. Um, but the only good thing about it is that he's a very positive person. So even throughout, you know, through him having all the spinal operations and stuff like that, it didn't stop him. Like he, you know, he's still. I think he was just recently married at that point. He still had kids. He still got a house. He still has a job. Like he, nothing stopped him. Like he didn't, he didn't make him being in the wheelchair stop anything that he's done in life. So he was a very positive person. But this was also because he made a bad decision. And, you know, maybe if the cops would have pulled him over and, and took him in, this would have never happened. But they decided to be, you know, nice at that point. And, nah, just park your car. We're not going to take you in. We're not going to give you a ticket. And as soon as he turned around, truck hit him. So it's just, you know, wrong time. But, um, uh, you know. You have to be aware of these things and, 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 and being on, you know, maybe not nicotine, but being on, on alcohol and, and, and drugs could really affect the outcome of, uh, of your life and, and even your, your, your family, you know, your kids and stuff like that. So it's very important that, that we take these uh, substance abuse seriously and that we try to be, you know, we try to talk freely in this podcast about, about all the things like that. Um, you guys have any other stories? Not that I'm not that I'm being all in your personal business, but actually, I just gave you two of mine. Actually, do um, what you got. So it was like it was my uh it was my it was my older cousin's uh stepdad, and uh we were having we were having like this family gathering. Like it was just uh my family, my cousin's family, uh my grandparents, and my great granddad. So uh, we were all hanging out. Um, my my cousin's stepdad had a little too many drinks, and he started and he started walling out and was doing all this stuff. And he was doing all this stuff. He um he smacked my cousin. Uh, we he bas- and he ended up passing out uh on the floor. So, uh, we called nine one one. We take him to the hospital. Turns out um he. He's, uh, what's it called? Kidney? A kidney failure? Yeah, he had a kidney failure because he was always drinking. So, um, after he got his kidney removed, he started, he started to change. He stopped drinking. He did all this, uh, stuff. And now, uh, and now he's actually a really good person. He's really positive because of that now. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the times people change when, when the alcohol's in you. It's not that they're a, a bad person. It's just that the alcohol changes who they who they become, um, and it's very sad when you see them that they're a nice person. And all of a sudden, you see the changes, you know, going every time they have a drink. You know, they're a step step closer to being violent or or you know passing out or cursing at people or stuff like that. So um, it, sometimes it, it it carries on. You can see the different steps to they get to that point. 
Um, and it's very unfortunate, but I'm glad that, you know, now he realizes that, that, you know, he needed to change just to be, uh, once they're not removing body parts, there's no way those things grow back. So, uh, you gotta be aware of, uh, of that. And, um, like to thank you guys. Thank you very much for being candid and open. Um, another Brent's Club podcast is done. Check, 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 one, two, one, two, check, 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 check. We're out of here.